Welcome to They Thought I Was You, the podcast where we re-examine Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen's careers and lives through a modern-day feminist lens. I'm Becca Roth. I'm a writer-director. I'm Lenny Harms. I'm a writer-actor. And happy holidays, you guys! Cheers! We're drinking wine on the podcast for the first time ever. We're drinking a little wine on the podcast because it's the holidays. A little wine. We're responsible human beings. And I have actually drank it on the podcast once before. You did? I think it was for our Passport to Paris episode. You just did. You just took it upon yourself to just drink. I had champagne because I was oh, like, this feels yes, you like did. You good. You did. I don't, I, you were like so proud of me because I like really came out of my shell in that episode. Yeah, yeah. And then and then we became friends. Yeah. Um, it is cool to like watch, speaking of friends, um, like I have a friend um, named Eddie who's like listening to this like in order, re- like binging it. And he's like, oh, one of the quiet, one of the coolest parts about it is like seeing how our like friendship develops. And I think that's really cool because when we started this, we didn't know each other. I know that is part of the story. Yeah, is that we met because our mutual friend put us together. Right. I feel like this is lore on the podcast. At this Everyone. Point. I know. But it's true. But like yeah. We literally didn't know each other. We were introduced for the purpose of Mary-Kate and Ashley yes. geeking out. And then because we, we both did that independently. So someone was right. like, you guys, keep you guys doing need to do this, that so together. together. <laughs> like you need, you can't make us part of this. Yes. Um, so we had to do it together. And then we like met a couple times and I was like, oh, she's so cool. Like I'm intimidated. And then, oh, stop. No. Remember we talked about the last year when we were talking about Deborah Jim Data? I did. <laughs> <laughs> you just said we were driving back from Denver Dean Davis and yes. I was like oh I thought you were so cool and I was um and I thought you were so cool which is insane you were so legit and you had like all of these cool credits and oh you had all God. these awards Whatever. and you were like so like smart and put together beautiful. and I was like oh beautiful. I'm just a dumb dumb no I and yeah and I and I was like I'm just a what would I call myself oh fart clown a fart fart clown clown. yeah you called yourself a fart clown and I was like some like cool girl yeah you're like a cool girl (laughs) I I feel like we need to be nicer to ourselves so I was a cool girl Lanny was a cool girl we were two cool fucking cool girls who met and joined forces also we're not drunk (laughs) (laughs) we just like had a sip of wine right yeah Um, we're we're just uh well we did just record another episode, but we it's not going to be released you guys, until next year. We just so. recorded a fucking amazing episode, and <laughs> you're going to have to wait a couple of weeks. Sorry. But it was with a guest mm-hmm. that you all have been dying <laughs> to talk to. So you're going to be... I, I, I can't even tell you. I can't, we can't it, tell it's, you. It's going to be insane. Because we do need to have you come back. So we need you to come back. So I need you to keep you in suspense until yes. then. Yes. So today, you guys, today, this you, is going to be a fun one. This is going to be a fun. I'm very excited. Me for this too. One. This All was these like, questions are incredible. Yeah. So we're doing a question and answer episode because yes. my, one of my favorite podcasts is the Ezra Klein show because mm-hmm. I'm a big nerd. Yeah. I'm cool. And cool. I, I am a very cool person and a cool girl. And <laughs> he always um, cha- uh, ends out his episode, his year he ends his year with a Q&A with a Q&A yeah and everyone wants to know like what he thinks about stuff and so I thought well, well I'm not as a client but we could do that yes you are <laughs> Stop. we said we weren't going to put ourselves down I'm, I'm but I'm just not you are hit. literally as reclined okay. I'm literally as reclined so Ezra <laughs> what I'm very so attracted we, to Ezra we too. put 
two who else no one else <laughs> we we um put out a call yesterday on our instagram mm-hmm. on our story and on a post for and in any, our podcast and in our podcast this week mm-hmm. last week for any question last week for any question this week now yes last week this yes for any questions that you might have for about us about the podcast about our plans for the podcast Mary Kate Nashley Mary Kate Nashley anything like that and we got so many fun interesting questions yes we were literally like okay if we don't get any questions we'll just we'll just make them up we can't even answer all of these. I don't know if we can. We'll do our best. Yeah, I want to get, I really do want to get to all of them because you guys sent us like really good questions. Yeah, really good and really fun. Like that I'm very excited to answer. Me too. So I think we should just get into it. Let's just do it. We are so. looking at these questions. We got them on our Instagram and on our email. I'm so excited to look at these. Yes, and a couple on our Patreon. Great. So let's, let's get let's into go. it. Okay. So the first question is from Elizabeth T. Mm-hmm. She says, Hi, what are some of the names you considered when deciding on a name for the podcast? I would also be interested to hear your thoughts on your favorite love interest storyline. Ooh, very nice. Oh, actually, that does tie into the third question because Rebecca G asks, now that we're get gotten to getting there who would you oh. classify as the best and worst love interest okay, perfect okay. so for both Re- of you guys mm-hmm. Elizabeth, and Elizabeth and Rebecca mm-hmm. I am Rebecca but that wasn't me um <laughs> yes thank you for clarifying um what other titles what other names would we brainstorm because I think we might have made a little google doc right okay. my memory Becca okay is that on the first day that we met the famous the famous barbecue. thing that we said yeah um the famous day, the infamous day where the whole world stopped and only two of us existed. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was beautiful. I remember us saying we should do a podcast. Yes. And then we were like, well, what should it be? It should be something that is a reference from their movies, but also like is a deeper thing about what it means that did we're we doing. Did we say they thought I was you at the same time? And we did. Okay. That's, Don't you remember I this? think, well, now I'm remember. You didn't say that just now. I did. I remembered it. Yes, yes. And we were both like, oh, wait, I have an idea. <gasps> They, they thought, thought I was, was you. you. Oh, my God. Yes. I think that's what happened. That is what happened. You guys. Okay. <laughs> I just assumed we had a spreadsheet because that's how no. normal people do things. We did have some spreadsheets that we didn't really Or maybe use. we were like second guessing it. So we're like, let's think of other ideas. But I think immediately we're just. Well, I do remember that that you name. you second guessed it, you didn't tell me because I always okay, was like, okay, this I is do, our name. I do remember that that name came up at that barbecue. And I think yes. we both felt like it was really special and perfect. Yes. Because when we were talking about it we were like we want a name that is very clearly Mary-Kate Nashley but not like it like any fan would immediately know but normal people probably wouldn't yeah and it's not like it's not basic surface level Mary-Kate Nashley it's like a bit of a deep cut Yes. But for true fans, it's like, they thought I was you. Like, right. Well, it is from like their biggest like well, movie. Well, right. But it's not like everyone right. would it's know not what like, that is. You know, uh, the, 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 the baseball. Right, right. It's not uh, can't eat, can't sleep, reach the stars, over the fence, world series kind of stuff, which would be a fantastic title. title. Yes, Um, but the other thing that we loved about they thought I was you was that the second meaning of it, right? Like they meaning well, there's many things like they, the media, the world thought Mary Kate and Ashley were basically right that they were us. Yes, but also that they were sort of interchangeable. Yes, so it's like they thought. I was you like like they think we're one person they think we're one 
two-dimensional like just entity kind of a joke whatever but it's like that's not true no yeah there's like yeah all different people and we all like influence but like yeah also we saw ourselves in them they saw themselves not like all of that so it's like we did think they were us and we did think we were them (laughs) exactly so it is sort of it i love that it has all the different layers to it like i think when we both thought of that like maybe I thought okay is that the best one just because I'm a Libra and that's how I am but I knew when I heard it I was like that's really special like I was just like that's that's it yeah to be honest we we did never really talk seriously about changing the name no I think the minute we came up with it at that barbecue we were just like you just when you know you know like we were just like that's it yeah yeah thank you thank you oh and the um the oh the the love interest interest. what was it who's our least favorite love interest this one is um what you hear thoughts on your favorite love interest and then rebecca g also asked for the worst the worst okay great yeah okay so let's really quickly go through just in my head at least okay so like yeah there's billboard dad so there's what's his name oh that's like a crush. He had a crush oh, on her. Cody. Yeah. Okay. Cody. And then Passport to Paris, Passport the French boys. Um, and then our lips are our sealed. Our lips are sealed. They're not really love interest. Uh, Winning London. The prince. Oh. He's not a prince, but like he's a prince. Um, and then Brian. And then uh, Holiday in the Sun. Jordan Landers. Jordan Landers. And Griffin. And okay, what's I his got name? Mine. I got Okay, mine. wait, wait, wait. Jordan Landers. And then... And then getting there. Yeah, I don't need getting um, there. <laughs> there's not really much of love interest at all. In this there's movie. Charlie. There's Charlie and Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, what's yours? Okay, so for Mary Kate, yeah, I'm not. I'm choosing two love interests from two different movies. Yeah, because they thought I was you. They're not the same exactly, person. Exactly. Thank you. So Ashley, oh, sorry for Mary Kate. My very favorite is Winning London, Jesse. Um, yeah, hands down. Absolutely. No other. Yeah. And for Ashley. Jordan Landers, Holiday in the yeah. Sun. And it's not just because we talked to Ben Easter. Yeah. That genuinely is my favorite love interest for Ashley. Yeah. It's perfect. <sighs> okay. So for, I think I agree. Yeah. I don't think there's any other answer because I think that, what's his name for Mary-Kate? Mm-hmm. He's the, the first, the prince. He's the first person that she can be vulnerable about her lifetime of worth tied to competitiveness Mm -hmm. in her life. And that's like a very significant life relationship. She learns so much about herself from that relationship, which is what relationships should do. It should help you learn about yourself. Well, she learns about herself and she also evolves. Yeah. Like not only does she learn this part of herself that like she gets her worth from winning, she also learns that it's not all about winning. Yeah. And that's what she learns from that relationship. So I think that's like of all the relationships we've seen her have, that's the most life impactful and the most three dimensional. So I agree. And he's cute. Yeah. Oh, he's the cutest. Um, I think I do love, no, I think he's really cute. I think I love the French boys for both of them. Yeah. I was going to, that was my, those those are both really good. I think the the love interests in general as cohesiveness are really good. Yes. But right. And I, I think, I think similar to how Mary Kate and Ashley are sort of one person in that, like they're not really that distinct. No. 
the boys are sort of the same to me yeah. and I think they both like have the exact same experience with the boys. So I, I think in terms of individuals, I would say definitely the Prince for Mary Kate. And then yeah, Jordan Landers, like, yeah, I don't, I guess Ashley hasn't really had as much of an opportunity. I mean, Ashley wasn't written as a protagonist in any of the movies the way that mm. Mary Kate was in winning London. True. So she didn't really have an opportunity to have that kind of like growth relationship in any of the movies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, and to be fair, we are not including the challenge or right because we haven't seen there, we haven't seen those <laughs> one in Rome one in Rome and New York, York Minute because we haven't seen those yet and, and I don't even know any of those characters names like I, I truly don't know anything about the like I've seen I don't even know if I've seen all of the challenge honestly so I don't think so either yeah and it's been too long since I've seen the other ones so so yeah I think I actually fully agree with you yeah great yeah, yeah. so I think yeah yeah we, the, the, the thing about Ashley is like with Jordan Landers is because I, I don't know what it is about that one that I love so much. Yeah. But other than it's just so romantic. Well, it's also like he is the icon. Like when we think about going on vacation with our family, we think about holiday in the sun. Like yeah. we think about going, meeting the boy. He's the boy. He's the boy. And he, he is, is the, the guy who works there who's just so cute and just needs a love. And just cares about you. Yeah. There's something about Ben Easter. Like he's just such a sweetie and you can't divorce him from that no from all the roles he plays i also think he's a great boyfriend in um it's a little time it's a little time yeah. yeah um okay so least favorite yeah sam sam oh hands down yeah. i think i think that for mary kate like if you can call it a love interest she was never well, interested in love she with wasn't him. interested in him that's a good point mm -hmm. yeah i but i think i would still say he i don't I mean, I think he was written as not a good love interest on purpose. So I think, yeah. but, um, yeah, I also would say, okay. I actually feel like Cody, is that his name from billboard dad? Yeah. He's also not great. Cause he can't tell them apart. Yeah. Right. Also, um, I hate Griffin. Yeah. Griffin also is a stalker. Mary Kay's really gotten the short end of the stick with, um, well it made up for it with the Prince. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a literal Prince. She has a literal Prince. Um, but, and then Ashley, I think my least favorite love interest for Ashley is. So Cody was your least favorite for Mary Kate. <sighs> no, I think it's Sam. It's Sam. Yeah. Sam is like this, just like, just really just bad yeah it's just bad 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 he's like a dark hole yeah yeah friend yeah for ashley i would also say for mary kate i would also say that um what's his name from holiday and this and both of those guys suck as love interests oh because one of them is Scott he's a, literally griffin? a bad love interest because he's stupid yeah and then griffin's a stalker yeah ashley who has Ashley even had? Like honestly, I'll say that Mary Kate has had better peaks and valleys. Yes, absolutely. Ashley, unless she's with Jordan Landers, kind of has very boring relationships. Yeah, nothing significant. No. Like she has one of the like kind of the Australian guys. Okay. Yeah, she but has, even in uh, our lips are sealed. Mary Kate has the more interesting relationship with her boy in that one because for Ashley, it's just the I know, I know, he's so cute. But yeah, he's so cute. Right. Like she just deals with him because right. he's cute. Right. Whereas Mary Kate has like this, like, um, 
I don't know. He he's asking her what they what they're interested in, what they want. Like, right. so what is going right. on with you? And she's like, I want to tell you, but I can't. Like, mm-hmm. there's some there's something more interesting going on there. That's a good point. Yeah. So I feel like Mary Kate has generally more interesting boyfriends. Than yeah, Ashley good does. and bad. Yeah, For, more bad, but more bad, but like still the best. Yeah, which is the best one too. Ashley, like. I don't I don't know if I can answer that because yeah. I feel like I guess by default the guy from winning London but like he was fine oh, I liked him a yeah lot. I liked him too I mean I, I would like the French boys better just because it's like like they'd rank above him for me because yeah. I think they were just like so such a coming of age like yeah. first love in Paris like versus like right. I followed this guy to London well you can say the our lips are sealed guys <laughs> Like, I don't even remember their names. Well, I don't even exactly. remember who <laughs> had who. Like, I don't remember which was for whom. Like, right. I don't I think that makes them the worst. They're so on. I can't even in my mind right now. There's one face next to each other. Twi- it's like they're more twins than the Olsen twins. Like, yeah. I can't. I don't know. I'm seeing one face. Oh, no, there's the other one. Yeah, okay. But they're so similar. <laughs> they both have like that spiky blonde hair. They do. Yeah. They're interchangeable. Anyway, thank you guys. Sound off in the comments. Yeah, no, my, I'm just going to say my least favorite is our lips are sealed, guys. Yeah. Hands down. Um, okay. So then next question we have, what slang from any Mary Kate Natchy movie slash show would you want to be a thing IRL? Like my personal faves are edge on my squeeze <laughs> and snooze and cruise. Snooze and cruise. Or just which faves in general. Okay. Let's try to think of some. Well, I do think the password to Paris had a lot of really good ones. Exactly. It's hard to like, once you start saying edge my squeeze, it's really hard for yeah. me to think of anything other than like, yeah. what's the bounce bounce? The bounce bounce in the numbers lab. <laughs> yeah. I think everything in Password to Paris, like in that whole sequence of like, here's American school yeah, is really yeah. it. I mean, I do like, we didn't actually talk about this on the last episode about hype. Oh, we didn't talk about hype. And that was they cool. They were really trying to make that Really thing. trying to make hype happen because I don't think it was a thing. No. But they really, like when I was watching it, I was like, oh wow, I guess I'm really not cool. Like I've, I've never, never heard hype. this, but I think they just made it up for the movie. Um, yeah. I think people do sometimes say it, but, but the way not they as much said it, they're like, that's hype. That's, that's hype. so hype. Yeah. That's hype. I'm like, that's not okay. To be honest, I kind of wish hype had ca- caught on. I don't really care for it. I yeah. don't not care for it, but it just doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah. I think that the slang in Passport to Paris is the most fun. Yeah. And they even, were trying to make it fun. Well, it's fun, fun, fun. Like, here's our life. But then they also do a lot with it because then they teach the boys. And that's also really satisfying. Yeah. Like, that geek is a total freak show. Like, <laughs> Which is mean girl. <laughs> it's really mean. They're yeah. mean girls in that movie. Yeah. I, I think I think Passport to Paris. Yeah. I think Bounce Bounce. Bounce Bounce. I'm going to say Bounce Bounce. Bounce in the numbers lab. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Okay, um, this one is for Becca. Um, <laughs> Jessica does- C wants to know if I do the curly girl method. So, uh, I don't know what this means. What do you think it means? Do you does Becca do the curly girl method? Uh, like something with your hair, probably. And a routine of some kind. Yeah. I, I just wasn't <laughs> sure if you knew it was hair related, if you thought it was like something else. Okay, to be honest, I think when I first read this comment I, or question, I thought it was like a book. Oh. And like a life, like a life. Like a, um, like a self-help book, like a Glennon yeah. Doyle. <laughs> yeah, like you read like a book and it's like a, w- like a way to approach life as sure. someone with curly hair. 
oh that's cool yeah I do love that kind of book I love books about like embrace your journey Mm -hmm. um I love Glennon Doyle I love Cheryl Strayed I love like that but that's not what it is it is is it? it is there is a book though oh for girly girls but it's not about embracing your life it is a technique what is it so here's the thing you guys I've been a curly girl my whole life and the curly girl method, I don't even know if I could tell you. I definitely have had the book and I've done elements of it, but I don't even actually know that I could tell you point by point what it is because throughout my career as a curly girl, I've changed my method. I've modified it so many times. Here's the thing. I don't I don't ascribe to the curly girl method by the book because okay. I can't tell you exactly what it is. I is know there that I've ha- yes, there is a book called the curly girl method. Yes. Wow. It's a whole religion. Like wow. it's a whole thing. I will tell you what I do. Yeah. I think that's what they want. And that has evolved over the years. Okay. Very much. I do. I do two different versions depending on my time and le- level of laziness. Mm-hmm. So the easy version is I am in the shower. Mm-hmm. I put in conditioner. Curly girls rarely shampoo. Really? I've had a bottle of shampoo for, I brought it from Brooklyn. Like I've had it for a year and a half. four years. Whoa. I, and it's like not even 75%. Once, it's once 75% week? full. About once a week, but a tiny bit. Tiny bit. Just to clean your scalp. Yeah. So my husband needs to do that more. He's a curly boy. I'll talk to him. Okay. You need to talk to him. Yeah. I'll talk to him. Yeah. (laughs) So here's what I do. I like, okay. I go in the shower. I put in conditioner. For everyone on our Patreon, um, you're welcome. Your hair out now. So so I flip my hair, brush it upside down. And then one thing I started doing because, okay, my hair is very coarse Mm -hmm. and I know like Celie, she has curly hair, but she basically has like straight hair in curls. Curly people are so (laughs) particular. She has has curly hair, but her texture, she has what a straight hair person would think curly hair is. It's like, and I think I have curly hair. What the fuck are you talking? Lanny, you have straight hair. No, it's wavy. I have to go. You can have my house. So, okay. I would love your house. Okay. You can have it. You just have to pay for it. Um, No, I can't. I can't either. I'm moving. Okay. So I have to flip. I flip my hair. I brush it upside down. And then because my hair is so coarse, I can't just like flip it and then unflip it and not have it stick. Like it sticks in. It's not, it doesn't flow. Yeah. So what I do is I take a comb and I, separate the bottom part and I brush that down Mm. and I put it in a separate bun so I have two buns one big one on top and one down I just want to interrupt real quick for any straight hair people out there who are like getting bored or anxious (laughs) or whatever like you need to be polite (laughs) and patient okay I'll because no no no, I'm not because no 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 I'm talking to them not to you I think you're talking to yourself (laughs) no No, I'm talking to them because we have had straight hair privilege our whole life mm-hmm. and we need to swallow that and let the curly girls talk to each other right it's now. It's literally true. Like, do you guys know that no hair salon teaches 
hair that is not straight. That's Mm -hmm. nuts. I know. You have to go to a special, you have to be trained specially for every type of hair. Jesus. But like standard hair is like when I was growing up, it was a nightmare Mm -hmm. because no one knew how to cut curly hair and curly hair costs like hundreds of dollars to get cut. Oh my God. Because no one, it's like a special training. It's like a special certification. That is ridiculous. I know. Sorry. Yeah. It's crazy. So, okay. Quiet straight hair people so yeah the straights need to shut up <laughs> so um so basically yeah so i'll i, I that's my lazy so version you do buns on top and i'll do on one bottom. bun on okay. the top one on the bottom just so that the bottom is facing the way it's supposed to because yeah. otherwise it'll be kind of caught up mm-hmm. and tangly so it needs to like go down but then the top needs to have some volume uh. so then i shower and then i rinse it out and then i put in my product du jour the last few years it's been called pillow soft curls it's miss jesse's pillow soft girls curls um and i'll just run it through and scrunch scrunch crunch crunch um and then i'll just put it up in a hair t-shirt that's my lazy version oh wow my my not lazy version is i'll just condition it and i'll put it up in a bun just one with the conditioner let it sit shower rinse it out And then I'll like really do the separation, which I think is part of the curly girl method. So I'll take like alligator clips and I'll separate it into sections. So I'll do like a bottom section. I'll do this like back middle section so I don't have like a bald spot. And then I'll do like two or three on each side. And then I'll take, I have the pillow soft already in it. And then I'll take a different product called um, We Dad we dad or we dod you guys have heard of it mm-hmm. um uh climate control anti-frizz gel and that i'll run through each section and i'll ribbon it so like i'll put it like this and then you go like this and then um scrunch 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 and then flip it again scrunch wow. and then put it in a hair t-shirt um and then it's, it dries um by bedtime and then you start over <laughs> it just takes forever to dry but it is funny when i do when anyone's like wow your hair is so amazing so it just dries like that and i was like <laughs> no it doesn't you don't understand so no i don't do the curly girl method but thank you so much for asking wow yeah so that's all the time we have yeah bye, so, bye. thank you so much thank you guys <laughs> should i cut that whole thing no absolutely not that has to stay in that okay. is that is for all the curly girls out there yes needed to talk to each and other and if you guys have any questions like if you need advice or um anything i've been a curly girl for my whole life yeah i straightened my hair in high school wow oh my god anyway okay i can't okay so now here we go back to american ashley question what do you think that um, Leah C says? What do you think the target audience was for Mary Kate and Ashley? Was it always young girls, or did the target audience age up with them? I'm the same age as them, so maybe I'm their target audience. But I think I dropped off the same mm-hmm. time you both did with getting there. Right. I definitely saw one in Rome and New York Minute, but I didn't care as much. Mm-hmm. But they kept making movies, so I wanted someone. So to they wanted watch. someone. So to they watch. wanted someone to watch. Thank you. Um, yeah, this is a really good question um, because I think they didn't know their audience. I think that yeah, I, I think they didn't know when they grew up. Mm-hmm. American Ashley grew up. I think them and their team, and I think this happens with all girls. Yeah, and honestly, kids in general, mm-hmm. the transition to teen is really tough. Yeah, 
because how do you transition? And that's why like, that's why the transitions always go so badly. That's why we have Britney Spears's and Lindsay Lohan's and like, because all of a sudden when people like, I don't know, start developing, it's like, okay, sex now. Right. And so then it, you alienate all of the kids who are like 15 younger yeah or 13 like trying to figure it out right um so anyways that's just my own long-winded thing of me like trying to figure this out and we're i think actively trying to figure this out too and we're gonna go deeper into this next year but i think they thought their audience was younger than them yeah generally most of the time yeah um and i think they missed the target when they got to the getting it because i think this is not an an uncommon experience is what we had. What do you, yeah. Like just dropping off after getting there. What do you think the successful thing would have been for them to have done once they got to that age? Like, would you say that you, they should have tried to maintain their audience that was now a little older or they should have kept catering to little kids? Not kept caring to little, catering to little kids. Yeah. That would have been a mistake. Yeah. Um, Honestly, this is not just because of where my morals have shaken out after doing this podcast. I think they should have just stopped. stopped. Yeah. And let them figure themselves out and go through high school and then come out on the other side and showed us what they wanted. Who they, and then figured out after that who they wanted their audience to be. Yeah. I mean, I think they clearly weren't wanting to do it yeah. by that time. Like, I think by winning London, they were pretty done. Yeah, which is right. I think it's, as Rachel said, at least. Yeah, they were definitely. I think they were beginning to be done. Yeah, and then by the time getting there came out, they were they were done. Done. They were done, and then they still did getting uh, winning room and the challenge. Yes. So I when think, in room, when in room, winning room, winning room. <laughs> I think those two movies just probably shouldn't have existed. Which will be really interesting to watch them. Yeah. Um. But yeah, well, it is really interesting that your experience was the same as ours, Uh, Lisa, Leah, 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 because yeah, I think that that I do wonder how many people like I think that's pretty common for people who are like our age. Yeah, because it's like that is exact. Well, first of all, their projects get, I think, a little worse. worse. Yes, I think they get less invested and I think we are just older. Yeah. We're not going to go crazy about them the same way. confused about what we want. Well, they- we also have better stuff. Like, the th- here's the thing is like, when they were making this stuff for like us as kids and us as teens, yeah. we didn't have anything. True. And that was why they were so successful. Right. They were filling a void. We didn't have anything comparable at all. Like, the only thing we had was like family sitcoms or like yeah. Barney. Right. But there's... Like, this was, like, the 90s, 2000s. There was, like, so many, like, teen movies. Yeah. Teen sex shows. There was, like, 90210. There was the OC. Undressed on MTV. Yeah. Like, there was so much. Like, the teen market, the teen, like, sex market is like a huge industry that is pop culture right exactly market. and so, so that becomes very they competitive. were entering an entirely new yeah market yeah whereas before they like dominated it of course so i think that the transition there was like basically impossible it is so i think you're right i think if they had stopped taken some time 
either come back mm-hmm. doing their own thing. And I, th- I think they tried to do that. Yeah. But I don't think they took enough of a break. No. And I think it would have been really smart to just take a break from doing movies and yeah. TV shows. Just do products. Yeah. You don't have to like completely go away. Yeah. Just like do your Walmart line and your dolls and yeah. really keep going for like the younger kids because you, you mastered that. Yes. But like strategize if you do want to keep having a target audience and you know that they're getting older but you know exactly how to reach them with yeah. all the major competition you have. Right. Like take a minute. Right. And then figure it out on the other end. Yeah. Yeah, because they were so successful with the teen the young teen stuff and the and the kids stuff. Yeah. But like to have honestly, like to have a movie we didn't really touch on this exactly for getting there, but like to have a movie about like a co-ed movie with teens, like with 16 year olds and have it be written as if it's a movie for 11 year olds is very. Like exactly. it's like, it's That's like, probably why they also didn't yeah. want to do it anymore. Right. Cause like we're, they're competing against what? Like, like American pie. Yeah. And like literally like, all the teen that was like the golden age of teen movies yes and then they're doing getting there that sucks yeah that sucks so but i i do think their audience too like i think their audience was just generally our age and younger yeah i don't think that because we are a few younger than they are younger a few, a few, few younger than their years, than their years. <laughs> nailed it um i'm a year and a half younger than them yeah you're like Three, three and a half yeah four years younger than so i don't know that there's anyone like exactly their age i don't think that i mean maybe there were people who were older than they were who were fans but i think it was that's generally it's like, usually the people who could be their sisters their little sisters yes. yeah that's i think that's yeah that, i mean yeah. that's the best time to be american actually fan you got it we had a good time we had a good time <laughs> <laughs> all right next next question <laughs> Does it ever make you sad that Mary-Kate and Ashley aren't in the spotlight anymore? I know it's their choice, but admittedly, I miss them sometimes. When you were younger, what did you imagine Mary-Kate and Ashley's future would look like? And did you expect them to continue acting into adulthood? That is from Haley F. Haley F. Thank Um, you, Haley. Thank you, Haley. Um, I think we did talk a little bit about when we when we did the episode with Elizabeth Olsen for the Olsen that was promised. Yes. I think we did talk a little bit about what we envisioned their futures i always i said in that episode that i always envisioned they would be making movies yeah and like oscar level yeah yeah or or at least you know um legit movies like um um who kate hudson level Uh uh-huh you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. i don't remember what i said in that episode but i think i don't think that i felt that way i think i thought that they were like i don't think that i felt like they were in the same category the way that the industry acted towards them or the way the public acted towards them, that they were in the same category of like, you know, that kind of project, that kind of movie. So what did you think that they would do when they got older? I don't know if I really thought about it. Yeah. They were just in the moment. I think I was, I think I like, because like, yeah. Cause I don't think I worried about it. Like, I don't think I was like, God, what are they going to do? Because I think when they got God, to like, what are they going to do? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I'm so stressed out. But like, I think, I think that like, once they got to, you know, those later movies, I was sort of lost. I had lost interest. And I think I just didn't really care. I mean, I think I was curious, like if, you know, when Mary Kate was on weeds, I was like, Oh wow. Like that's so yeah. interesting. But I don't think I like, projected where their lives would go. I don't think I went 
I don't think I thought about that. Did you ever think they would stop being in front of the camera? I don't think I thought about it. I think oh, I was just like, okay, okay. I think I was just, I mean, maybe I did, but it didn't have I enough of an impact on me to like remember now. I think I just was like, they're doing, they're doing their thing. Like that's healthy. I get, I mean, I don't think I, I also don't think I was like, wow, they're really going to crash and burn those child stars. Like, I think I was just like, just kind of, okay, now they're doing this. Now they're doing this. And then like, it's not like they hit their twenties and I was like, God, I really miss those straight to video movies. Like (laughs) I, I was already over it. Very true. But, um, but okay. She also asked like if we miss them in the spotlight and I just, I don't because I know that they don't want to be. Yeah. And I mean, I do on some level, like I think it'd be really fun if there was like this alternate version of them where they were like these like fun, happy actors who are like in all these movies and like doing their thing and like had social media and like were in interviews and stuff because I miss them. Yeah. But I know that they don't want to do that. And so I'm happy. I'm ultimately happy that they're not doing what they don't want to do. Knowing what you know about them is it makes you more happy for how they are now than for any selfish reasons exactly to keep looking at them exactly yeah that's true yeah but I just started thinking about right now how cool it would be in this alternate universe where they did want to keep doing this kind of a career yeah uh, we've never had adult twins continue to be actors in the world and have like separate careers <laughs> making movies yeah like can you imagine if Mary Kate and Ashley both decided to keep being actors kind just of like separately. what Dylan and Cole Sprouse are doing right now are they doing that yeah uh Cole is in um Riverdale and then Oh yeah, you're right. Um Dylan is doing another movie. Like, he's more of an indie actor. But no, I had no idea. But like imagine that kind of a reality for like, Mary Kate and Ashley. If, if Mary Kate was like in like Marvel movies and Ashley was in like indie movies. Or yeah. like that that would be incredible. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> yeah, that'd be so but then the world would have to deal with that. Like I just, them yeah. doing separate things and still being good at it. That would be so cool. Mm-hmm. You know what is devastating? What I just thought when you're like there are no adult twins acting, I was gonna be like, Haley Mills was in stuff. Haley Mills is one person <laughs> who was in just the like parent trap. Yep. Playing with two people. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Um, thank you, Haley. Okay, next question. Okay. Um, in the earlier episodes of They Thought I Was You, you talked a lot about Robert Thorne and how he sucked, <laughs> which is true parentheses. But would either of you know why their parents never mm. stepped in? Where uh, where, where were, were their, their parents? parents? Why didn't they give them a break in shooting back-to-back movies slash TV shows? And then two, what is your favorite piece of American Ashley? Memorabilia. Um, I think that this is a really hard question because we don't know these people. Yeah. I think, I think that our very limited knowledge, it seemed like their dad, Dave was more friendly with him, but like, honestly, he was involved. I think their dad was there all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, this, I think this is actually like a pretty impossible question to answer because like, I don't know day to day like what their relationship was like with Robert Thorne, what the twins relationship was like with him. Yeah, we're dying to find out. And I don't know that he was being like overtly manipulative or like emotionally whatever. Yeah, like literally doing this against their will. Right. And I also don't want to be like, well, it was like the parents couldn't resist. Like, we don't know. I just don't think we can speak on this. No. Yeah. Yeah. It would all be speculation. Yeah. I don't think we know enough about any of these dynamics and like even if we had a strong opinion on it like I don't think we know no that's Um, true the only thing that we've talked about a little bit that I'll say is relevant to this conversation I think is that um I think 
when you are a teen girl and you are responsible for all these people's like lives and careers and you yeah. don't want to disappoint people, yeah. um, you will continue to say yes and do stuff. Yes. And you will convince yourself and your parents that, that you're fine and you that want. it's what you want. Cause yes. you don't want to disappoint people. Exactly. And the convincing yourself is the key. It's like they, yeah. I think they convince themselves that this is what they wanted. Yeah. And again, also I mean, we've talked about this, like they, this is the only thing they've ever known. Yeah. They, what so would their life be like without right. it? Like there is some comfort and familiarity in that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's the best we can say. Um, yeah. Why didn't they give them a break? Yeah. Cause no one, no one was saying what they actually wanted. Everyone was just trying to please think, each other. Yeah. I think people were just not trying to disappoint people. Yeah. And so, also they, yeah, this is all they knew. Yeah. So they, I think it's scary to, what would that even look like? Like yeah. what, you know, breaking away from that. As a 16 year old, it's like saying I quit school. Like right. some people do that, but like no one actually no. does that. No. Um, okay. So then what is your favorite Mary-Kate Nashley memorabilia? Do you have one? Like a, memor- a Mary-Kate Nashley memorabilia thing? Like a like an item? An item. Like did you have a favorite item? I think it might have been my poster of them with rollerblades that I used to rollerblade next to you and high five them as I passed you rollerbladed it where was it in your bedroom in my basement <laughs> and I would I got the same rollerblades <laughs> you never told me this story you I told you I had this look. you told me you had the poster you did not tell me you high-fived it while you were rollerblading. it just felt like we were all hanging out we were all kind of like on the same team we were like yeah good oh cool moves what about you <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. You didn't high five it or like talk to it. Cool. Did you talk to it too? Like, no, I just high fived it like once. Okay. A day. (laughs) (laughs) No, but also, uh, I think the other piece of memorabilia for me is my photo of myself at the US Open with them. That is, yeah. You should, is it framed somewhere? No. You should. Christmas is coming up. You told me I shouldn't get you Christmas presents. I did? Um, I think that's what... I, I'm afraid to bring up Christmas with you. Oh, I love Christmas. I just never had it growing up. I know. And you're not- like, how dare you say Christmas in front of me? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You, you can get me a Hanukkah present. Okay. I should get that framed. Hey, if you want to be our favorite listener... <laughs> Um, you can frame that picture for me. There you go. Okay. All right. So next question. Do you want to ask the next one? Cause I, I feel like I'm bad at reading. Why do they date older men? I always thought their dating choices were dot, dot, dot strange from Ellie. I think Ellie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know them. I don't know either. Yeah. I, I, I don't think that it is appropriate speculate on that kind of thing about their personal lives yeah that's fair my one speculation I'll speculate <laughs> is just that they were they were surrounded by adult men their yeah. entire life yeah so I don't think they have the same relationship to older men that most of us women yeah do. it's like they were colleagues so yes. they were like sort of on the same level exactly and I do think they are like like 
wise, mature, and experienced beyond their years just because of the nature of the kind of lives they live. Exactly. Exactly. That's so what I we're think, saying in getting there. Like, right. Like Mary Kate as a six, 15 year old has right. more business right. person experience than we ever will. Ever will. So I think that it's like those men that are that age, I think are maybe more on that, on their level of True. life experience and maturity. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think so. Cause I think like guys who are young trying to figure things out, it's like we figured things out when we were seven years old. Cause we had to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think that might be. Yeah. So live okay. your life. also, um, Ashley is currently dating someone who is younger than her. So oh, there everything you go. changes. Yeah. I don't think Ashley, I think it was just Mary Kate. Mary Kate has Ashley has dated older people. Whatever. Yeah. As long as they're happy and whatever. Yeah. Um Okay. I lived for the fashion and their so little time era and movies from that period. Besides the Chanel ski outfits, have any of their pieces of their early two thousands <laughs> have any other pieces from the early two thousands been ID'd? Not that from I know. Tess. Thank you. From Tess. Tess. Thank you. Not by us. Yeah, not by us. I don't think we know that stuff. I don't think we know. Like we can be like, oh, that's the oh the Fendi hat, the Fendi hat. Oh I, yeah, that I did ID and Landon was like, you, you know Fendi, and I was like, <laughs> yes I do. Um, and then the girl on her Instagram uh, got that exact same Fendi hat for her wedding gift from her husband. Oh my god, that's Nuts. incredible. Like that's crazy. Yeah, that's. I think that's all I can recall. Yeah, I will. If anyone is a fashion expert out there and wanted to make an Instagram where they go through their old movies and like figures out where what all their fashions were because i do think by the time they were in passport to paris they were wearing like real fashions i think so yeah exactly so yeah. i would i would love that if someone wants I to don't do know that enough about fashion to do that myself yeah um judy schwartz if you're listening we would love to talk to you I'd love to talk to you and get all these ids for all of these things um okay this next one is this is cute. What is a typical day for each of you, work-wise, et cetera? Just curious. And this is from Nick. That's so cute. <laughs> it's cute. Um, it's a typical day like for you, Becca. For me? Yeah. Well, it really varies. Yeah. Um, it depends on what I'm working on. So usually, well, I have a very like consistent morning routine. So like I'll wake up, I'll have coffee, I'll walk my dog. And then I will write. That's the first thing I've done every morning for like eight years. Good for you. Um, but I actually did um, kind of loosen it. Like I used to have to do it every morning. Otherwise I'd be, I like couldn't not do it. And I feel oh. like it became a little bit of like an OCD thing. Oh. So sometimes if I just like, if it doesn't make sense, I won't make myself do it. Oh, okay. But I, I've been in the habit of doing it for so long that I'll just do it if I, like I usually do it. Yeah. Um, Sorry. sometimes I'll read too in the morning. Um, and then after that, it depends on what I'm working on. So if I have to do something for work, um, I'll like edit video stuff. Um, and usually I do that sort of like in bulk. Um, so I'll have like more editing to do at different times of the year. So like sometimes that's like all I'm doing and I'm like really, really, focused on that and that's for like a big thing and then sometimes I have to do less of that and when I have the time I will either uh, I mean I'll write as much as I can like whenever I can depending on what I'm working on so like I'll write I'll work on a script or I'll work on a different writing project and then try to do some kind of like 
networky thing or like I'm always like I'm in the process of like setting up several different things so like sometimes I'll meet with different producer people I'm working on stuff with or like meet with various people for various things (laughs) (laughs) and then um I also do sometimes I do improv at the groundlings, yeah, which Lanny's do. doing now. Um, and then sometimes in the middle of the day, I'll like take a break and walk my dog and or like go on the elliptical or go for a walk. And then sometimes I'll just like sit and read. But I have a very flexible schedule, That's which nice. is really nice. That's really nice. Yeah. You have a good structure to your day. Thank you. Yeah. I'm all over the fucking place. <laughs> I wake up whenever I wake up. No, I wake up and I usually have to do my day job for a few hours, which is like a couple part-time remote office-y things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll I'll do that and all of a sudden it's like 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, I, I can be done. And then I will try to fit in an exercise. And I've been trying to get coffees. I had just changed my whole life. Yeah, Lanny just <laughs> moved here. <laughs> yes. So I'm trying right now to like just get coffees with people and mm-hmm. get to, to know people and put myself out there mm-hmm. and try to f- strategize what's all going on. Yep. I still need to figure out how I'm, where I'm writing in the day. I don't know when I write. I think I write probably at this time. Mm-hmm. This is the time once I finish doing coffees. Like and, night. And networking. Yeah. And stuff. I will be writing and, mm-hmm. and doing all that. And then I spend a lot of time doing our social media. And she does spend a lot of time doing that. Yeah. yeah. And getting our clips together and engaging with people. And, mm-hmm. and then at night, I, I, I just, I have fun. I, uh, yeah, I go just out like live your fucking life. I live my fucking life. I watch TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah. I also see friends a lot. And then when we, we record. We record. And yeah. I, I also edit this podcast. Yeah. Um, but I feel like generally I'm just sort of like my general consistent state is like at my laptop trying to move and shake and like trying to make my career happen. Yes. Like just sort of like in whatever form that takes, mm-hmm. whether it's like trying to cast something or like meet with people for various projects or like submit talking, submit to stuff or like update a pilot, talk to different managers research robert thorne's phone number <laughs> whatever that is yeah that's, so that's, that's, that's just life. the general my general yeah and then sometimes like i'll do also like bulk shoots for the stuff i end up editing mm. so like i'll shoot i'll They've travel for like three weeks yeah, yeah i'll travel around and shoot a bunch of uh documentary interviews yeah yeah point is always exercise <laughs> um. <laughs> it's a really good way to like keep Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. All right. So since you are both writers, hi. Hey. Which Mary Kanashi film would you like to rewrite? And what kind of film would you have written for them if you had the chance? Wow. Plot slash genre. That's from Sam. Thank you, oh, Sam. And then Francesca also said, pitch your dream Mary Kanashi Ashley movie script to us. And I wow. think these two go together. I feel very on the spot. I didn't plan for this, but let's do it. I, 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 I read this a little bit. Oh, so wow. I, I, I prepared a little bit. Oh, you did? Okay. I didn't. I didn't I, prepare a ton. As far as rewriting their movies, yeah. I think we've re- rewritten all of them. If yeah. you've listened to this, we've rewritten all of them. I think um, I would want to rewrite Our Lips Are Sealed the most. To make it actually funny. Well, yeah, because there's it's so almost great. Yeah. And it could be, it could be, icon- it is iconic. It could be just incredible. Yeah. I think if I had to pick... I would probably rewrite getting there. 
because I think part of what I liked so much about it was the magic of the teens on the road trip. Yeah. And I think I would throw the entire thing out and start over and really like get down to like, who are these characters? What is their dynamic? What do they want? Why does one of them want to go? One doesn't. Mm -hmm. What are they trying to prove to their parents? Give it actual stakes. Yeah. Um, have it be a road trip. Have it be a road trip. And I think just like I because I think if you restart if you do that movie from scratch and you write a coming of age road trip movie with these yeah. two magnetic teens, it could legitimately be a good movie. And I think that's why I liked it so much because it had the potential. Yeah. But it's bad. Right. <laughs> so I think that's when I would like to actually sit down and rewrite from start to finish. Very I think valid. that'd be really satisfying. Very valid. Yeah. Um, what's your pitch so my pitch <laughs> did you write it down I, I did not write it down oh. I did I, I I should have prepared more for it um so I don't have that much but what I was thinking of um while I was driving here was I was thinking about other movies that I really loved in this kind of same like life in the genre I've never seen Mary Kay Nashley do mm-hmm. and I started really wanting to see them in a xenon type world wow yeah like, can you imagine them in some sort of like futuristic setting, like on a spaceship? I could never imagine that. That's I true. know. I know it sounds ridiculous. Yeah. But imagine like the winning London outfits that they put on yeah. in that fashion montage mm-hmm. that looks like a spacesuit. Oh, yeah. That like, would be really cool. If they were, if that was like their actual costume. Yeah. And they had like real stakes, like with they had boyfriends and they mm-hmm. had right issue and then they they had to solve a mystery on the space basically xenon the movie xenon yeah i want to do starring mary kate and Ashley. you wanted to recast it and do it with mary kate yes, and Ashley. but since i'm a writer i would make it different yeah <laughs> and, make it so my funny. and have it stay on the spaceship the whole time because that is my biggest note about xenon is that it does not stay in the spaceship the whole time yeah she spends way too much time on earth yeah um i've never so. actually seen xenon Oh, I love But Zenon. I'm sure a lot of you guys have. It's like the same time. Yeah. yeah. It's a Disney Channel original movie from the same time. And I also Disney Woman. I'm so sorry. But, um, yeah. That's... Cool. I think that'd be cool. That's me. Cool. What about you? Well, I don't have a plot started out, uh, planned out, but I do... Genre? I'm going to say something a little controversial. I just said space, so go on. If I could pick any genre for Mary Kate Nashley, I would pick Mary Kate Nashley movie. Like I would pick like exactly what they're already doing. Like I don't look at me like I'm crazy. (laughs) I will expand. I think it also depends on what age we're talking about for them. Sure. Let's say they're like 16. Okay. Getting there. Yeah. I want them to do like a comedy like a like a Mary Kate Nashley genre movie but kind of better like a rom-com like I think it could be really fun okay fine I am amending what I said because Lanny is disgusted with me (laughs) my whole point is the thing I like about Mary Kate Nashley is I like their Mary Kate Nashley movies like I don't need them to be on a spaceship I want them to be fun funny like normal girls of today living their cool California lives. Like I want them to be like, do you want it to be a California? Like what genre? I'm going to push you. Rom-com. Okay. Okay. I want fine. I want it to be a true rom-com with real true love. Yes. With legitimately like, like maybe they have to trade places. Like maybe they, 
maybe they're dating two twin boys or whatever, or like, or they're mom is getting married and they have to bring a date or I don't know, just something. So like a, a, a parent trap type, like, yeah, but for teens, parent but trap for smart teens. and like sexy Freaky and Friday. funny. Yes. But like more sophisticated, but not like a teen sex movie. Cause that, they would never do that. I don't want them to. That's not freaky Friday. No, but I'm thinking like when we were talking about teen movies. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like mean girls. That could be really fun actually. Okay. Yes. That's what I want them to do. Okay. I want them to do like a teen comedy that's really, that's exactly what I want. Okay. <laughs> now that we're talking about it. Clueless. Sure. Okay. Here's what I want, Lainey. Yes. Because we have talked about. I'm so glad I pushed two, you. Thank you. <laughs> you have to push each other yeah. past your comfort zone because that's when you get the gold. Yes. So we've talked about two of a kind. Yes. How when they're given good material with a good team. Yeah. They soar. Yes. I would love for them to have a really, really, really good comedy script. Yeah. That's like romantic comedy, basically. That's like legitimately really funny. Yeah. Really well executed by like a true writer and a true director. Not the Mary-Kate Nashley team making a movie for Mary-Kate Nashley. Yeah, yeah. But like... A real like movie, a Tina type, yeah. Or? Like if Tina Fey could have made a Mean Girls, yeah, John Avatar, yeah, sure, okay. But with them, yeah, during that time because they were doing Whoa. their thing, can you that would have been if incredible? Tina Fey had written a Mary Kate and Ashley movie. movie that would have been Stop unbelievable. It. Imagine if the team behind Mean Girls made a Mary Kate Ashley <gasps> movie. That's what I mean. That's what I meant. Like like candy color, right? Well, that's like, what I meant. Yes. Like I, I want it to be a Mary Kate Ashley movie. That's the genre that I want, right? But yes. elevated and actually really good yes. and actually in theaters, but not a New York Minute. Like I need like a really good writer and a really good director, mm-hmm. really sharp script yes yes and someone who can bring out their acting abilities that we know they have we've seen in two of a kind yeah yeah that is what they deserve we just have tina fey do it we should have had tina yes i just think that i don't need to give them a crazy genre i need them to do the best job at the genre they're already in yeah Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because I yeah. think they could do it. And I think that they would be so appealing mm-hmm. because they are, they have so many fans that love their kind of mediocre movies. I know. And so if they were Imagine in they something really that good. was really, really good. Yeah. Ugh. I know. So they, don't be mean to me. I, I was really going somewhere and you were just immediately were like, fuck you, Rebecca. I was pushing you. I know. I was pushing you and it was good for you. because It like, was good for me. I grew. Because, yes, I was like, I want to make a national movie. And you were like, fuck off. <laughs> you disgust me. I'm sorry. I made a bad face at you. Mm-hmm. But everyone, you should see Xenon though. Um, I won't do that. All right. So uh, next who is at the top of your list to interview next on the pod besides Robert? Great question. Darn. Becky asks us that. <clears throat> Who's at the top of your list? Um, Steve Gutenberg. I was, you know, Eddie just asked me this the other day and I really, I literally was like, I would have loved to interview Kirstie Alley. Oh. You know, but Steven Gutenberg, Steven Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> I would have loved, uh, you know what? I also would really like to talk to Kirstie Alley. Yeah. Just to see where she was, like, what, what, just specifically about this, nothing yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, just about this project. Yeah, because she, so, she shined in it, and it really was very hard. She was so good in it. Yeah. But I, I would love to inter- interview Steve Gutenberg. 
I would love to interview anyone from Full House. I'd love to interview John Stamos. Yeah. Um, I don't want anything to do with Cam, Cam Miss Cambin. Cam Miss um, <laughs> I would love, I mean, I'd love to interview Jane Sibbett. We, oh, yes. Jane if you're Sibbett. listening, Jane we, we really want to talk to you. We really, really do. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, also Judy Schwartz. I think we can be Judy Schwartz. We would love to talk to you. We, we, we really, can be a little candid here. Yeah, we we have been in contact with Judy Schwartz. Yes, and we are. We're trying. We're trying. That's all we're saying. Yeah, That's all we're gonna and say. we would and love, love, love that. We are. We we would die for that. Um, yeah, yeah. I think. Those are our tops now. I think that's our tops. And Jesse. Oh my God. Jesse Spencer. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. That would be so amazing. Also, the other Jesse, um, Larry from Two of a Kind. Oh, he'd Jesse be amazing. Head. Oh, I would love he'd Jesse. He'd be head. so. He, that, because I feel like a lot of you guys really want that. And I yeah. think that'd be a lot of fun, like for you guys. So, so that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's move on. Um, so, have you ever heard from Robert Thorne? No. No. No, you have not. Uh, can you just tell everyone that they're fraternal twins and not identical as people are arguing? Everyone's arguing. You guys, <laughs> yes, enough. Kai Ryan says that Break they it are up. Ar- arguing. They are fraternal twins. Fraternal. Stop saying they're identical. Yes. No one ever said they were. Um, was there any place in the U.S. or other country you would ever want them to do a movie? Any? Yeah. Um, I We said this in one of the episodes and I still stand by it. Tokyo. Oh, yeah, that'd be so amazing. I wish they had done Tokyo instead of Rome, honestly, because I think they needed yeah. something to shake them up a little bit. I to feel make like it one in Rome was so boring. I know. I, I mean, f- I don't even know. I have to watch it, but like, I, I feel know. like it was sleepy. Yeah. I think and it like, was. I feel like it was trying to be more sophisticated. I don't know. But that might have sure. just been the movie, too, because I do feel like parts of Italy would have been cool. Like, I feel like the lakes where they live, where they have, a, or they were, they were in the lakes when I was there. Um, oh, right. Yeah. And that area is gorgeous. And that is an amazing place for like a Mary Kate Ashley teen love movie. Yeah. Cause that's where I had my, my experience exactly, with the boys exactly. on the boat. Um, where else? Um, they've, they've gone to some pretty good places. Maybe Greece would be cool. Oh, Greece like Santorini. Nice. Yeah. That would have been cool. Totally. Where else in America? Maybe like Texas. I don't know why I thought of that. Or like, the- uh, oh, oh, um, New Orleans. Oh, that'd be super fun. That'd be really, really fun. I'd yeah. love to see them in New Orleans. Oh my God. My friend was at a restaurant in New Orleans this week uh-huh. and Taylor Swift was just having her birthday <gasps> dinner there. That's insane. Isn't that insane? No one bothered her. Apparently people don't bother Taylor Swift in New Orleans. I can't believe that. I can't either. I can't. I would have dropped dead. Absolutely. Like, uh, that's the only appropriate reaction. Yes. Anything else is rude. I think so. <laughs> yes. I want, I want a spooky movie in New Orleans. American. That would have been, that would be like a horror You movie. really want to do heavy genre. I think so. I yeah. Think, I think you are judging me. I'm not. I'm just surprised. Right. I don't want, I want them to do what they're good at. I don't want to make them for <laughs> Well, I don't want to not make fun. them do it. I just feel like, I, I also think it's like a tricky to pull off. Like I think with, with um, our lips are sealed, they tried to do sort of like a 60s farce heist and if they had had better writers they would have pulled it off well right so i think they'd need to have like really really good writers i also don't just don't i i love there's many reasons i'm a big american ashley fan but this is one of them like i love teen comedies rom-coms romance coming of age like dramedies like that i love i'm not really a genre person yeah so i think yeah i just don't care as much about that okay Whenever I see movies that are like 
good genre movies. I like them, but I, it's never like what excites me. So like when Carol Hafner told us that she was writing a mystery movie in Venice, then then had to switch it to, uh, um, winning London. Yeah. Um, did that excite you? Yeah, because I like Venice, I like them, and I don't think it would have felt like a true mystery. It still would have mm-hmm. felt like a Mary Kay and Ashley movie. All right. I I, re- I was really excited by that idea. I still kind of want to see it. I just don't. I don't know. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Next question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, why did Mary Kay and Ashley choose such unrelatable, except for London and New York, scripts? I guess she means winning uh, London and New York Minute, and this is from Vic Sim. I don't know. I think that they, well, I don't think that they had a say in what the, just based on what we've talked to people about. Yeah. Like Carol Hafner. Yeah. I think Robert Thorne was picking the scripts or no, or he was like hiring the the writers. They kind of just showed up. And I don't think told like they gave him a couple of ideas. Yeah. Yeah. We'd like to go here. We'd like to go there. It's kind of like what we're thinking would be fun. Right. And then them as a team like wrote a movie and then they had to go back and forth between Robert and, the other guy, right. the tapestry films person, right. um, and get conflicting notes back and forth and back and forth until you're shooting, you need a script, so you have yeah, to send like, it. Yeah, you're like, okay, we're here. And of course the scripts weren't good, and of right. course they like so they relied heavily on stereotypes because right. they had to be written quickly. Right. So I think that's why. Yeah, but I, I think in terms of like unrelatability, like I know we've yeah. talked a lot about like Especially their movies there. of teens getting there and also um, Holiday in the Sun. Yeah. I, yeah, again, like, I don't know how much of a say Mary-Kate and Ashley had in the content yeah. of those. Because I think it is interesting, though, because, like, as a kid, I was mad at them almost. That I was like, God, they're so out of touch. Like, why would they yeah. think this is okay? But, like, they didn't write those movies. No. like, And, and I, I don't know how much creative input they had. Yeah. No. I really don't. Also, they've been rich their whole lives. They don't necessarily know when to say, wait, this isn't relatable. That is true. It's like, people... Like they, they don't have that natural perspective. They just can't. No. And I'm not saying like, oh, poor rich people, but it's just like, it is. Yeah. They don't, they don't know. Yeah. I I just don't think, especially their learning life. They're like literally teens. Their brains are still developing. Yeah. It's it's a lot to ask to be like, I need to think about how everyone at every socioeconomic level will um, relate to this. That's what the writers and producers are for. And they weren't doing their job. Right. They weren't thinking, oh, this is wildly out of touch for all the audience. Or maybe they were. And they were like, this is aspirational. Yeah. And it just hit different people differently. You were fine with it. I really had a problem with it. So I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you? Oh, do you ever wonder if the Olsen twins are aware of your podcast? From <laughs> oh my Saint god, Blue? I can't even go there. But of course, I think about it. I think um, about it all the time. <laughs> honestly, I I feel like they might be, but I don't think they think about it very much. You think they might be aware of our podcast? Well, just because that guy. Oh, okay. Okay, we can. We, I'll just be a little. Well, because we're on a Q and A here. I'm drinking wine. We we talked to somebody who does currently work with them. Yeah. I don't say anything more than that. And he said that he needed to talk to, to like kind of run it by them. Yeah. To see if he could come on our podcast. So if nothing else, they. And his are, person hasn't come on our podcast. Yet, no. So. But I think they are, they have been at least made aware that a podcast exists about them. Yeah. But when I say. If that conversation ever happened. If it, it, if it happened. Maybe it hasn't happened yet. But when I say like, if they do know, they haven't thought about it. I just don't think that. That it's that I don't think they're thinking about it all the time. I think maybe 
like he was like oh there's this podcast whatever and maybe it crossed their minds for a second but i don't think they're like listening right like i don't yeah because i don't know what the i don't know what the nature of that conversation would have been yeah like it was like just i'm gonna talk about i'm gonna i might go on a podcast and talk about you right it, i don't know if it was even said i might go on a podcast that's all about you too right and right. talk about you right so i i really don't know um it would yeah. be amazing if they knew we existed i think i think what would be really nice would be if they knew we existed and like I wouldn't expect them to sit down and listen to it. No. But like if they had some awareness of our point of view and pre- like liked it. Yeah. Like that they were like, oh, I'm happy that that is that we are being looked at from that lens, from that angle. I think that would. And I have thought about that a little. I've like, dreamed about that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've dreamed about them being like, oh, you're the girls from that podcast. Yeah. I'll take you out to dinner. I don't I don't want to say like, OK, they're like they love it they're obsessed with it again i think like they're they've had fans forever right exactly but i think if they if they're like oh like if it crosses their mind of like oh this is like being approached in a different way that's like really respectful and i like that like i that would be enough i mean that'd be more than enough that would be that would be that would fulfill every childhood dream i've ever had like and 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 we have people like all of our parents and everything are like so do you think you'll get them i think you will and we're like what up like (laughs) no we won't but like um and i don't think that's our goal it's not our our goal has never been to be on the podcast they've talked about their lives enough in their lives they don't talk to us about it that's not to say i will i can still manifest that happening don't get me wrong mary kate nashley as you listen to this yes <laughs> i would love to talk to you oh we would die we'll not but, turn you away no i would drop dead yes but, it's the only um, appropriate response. anything else is rude <laughs> but um but yeah i don't expect that no no absolutely no. not and i would not i would not push anyone Mm-mm. to ask for that Mm-mm. um okay so uh do you think mary kate and ashley live together or separate I think they live separate. Me too. I think they're adult women. Yes. That Mary, that is your answer. <laughs> um, uh, least favorite movie. Um, this person hated. Uh, so Krista hates winning London and what? how the West was fun. And you guys did not No, I don't. I can't relate to that. Krista. I'm sorry. I love those two movies. Wow. But my least favorite movie is um, like switching goals. Yeah. yeah. I'd have to say switching goals. Hands down. I think how the West was fun was pretty boring. It was about paperwork. It made me cry. But, um winning london i don't it's so interesting when there are like mega fans of something that you're a mega fan of and what you take from it is so different like not to bring up taylor swift again but like (laughs) there are people whose favorite taylor swift songs are like bad blood or like just all these kind of like shallow poppy songs yeah and i'm just like you have a totally different relationship with her like it's a totally different person for you i feel and that it, same way about people who like beyonce and yeah like, like the um uh best thing i ever had I'm yeah like, what or it's like single ladies i'm like what well that's like, right well it's like my dad listens to this he when we were on our road trip he i he loves bruce springsteen and yeah, i played right. um dancing in the dark and i um like while we were driving and i thought he'd be like yeah bruce and he'd be like that's not for real fans like that is like those were the pop songs that bruce had to write to like be popular but it's crazy to me that they're like true swifties that are like bad blood or like shake it off like whatever um that's not her like real like i figured yeah Yeah. i know enough about yeah those ones but so it's just interesting to not (laughs) yet uh to like not like 
winning London because that's such a good one. I know. I know. It's 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 another like slower one. But, but it's such a cute, cozy, rainy day. I, I wonder uh, what you don't like about it. Um, I know. But Switching Goals for us is Switching Goals, favorite. Dis- disaster. I hate that movie. <laughs> it is the worst one. For, by far. By far. Even, no question. I, we haven't even watched The Challenge or Wedding Rome yet. But it's the worst movie I've ever seen. I'll be... What if, it's, what if either of them are worse? I just don't think it's possible because it had this... AI quality to it yeah you know like it, it's not even like oh it's boring or it's badly written or badly acted it's like none of this makes sense and everyone in it is miserable and no one is acting like people yeah and I hate it and it's boring and it, I feel like it's been through 10 hours that I've been watching yeah, I agree no Just, it, yeah, it's a it, bad experience it feels like five hours yeah and it's like an hour and 20 minutes yeah it's terrible um Okay. Um, okay, we've got a few more left to go here. Um, who's your favorite twin going up? Mary Adelaide Kate. Ask. I'm Ashley. <laughs> oh, Adelaide also asked us a few months ago which twin was more popular um, at the time when they were in the spotlight. I thought that was an interesting question. What was the question? Like when we were kids growing mm-hmm. up watching Mary Kate and Ashley, was either Mary Kate or Ashley more popular than the other? I don't think so. I think people had favorites. Yeah. And I think it was genuinely, generally pretty even. Yeah. I mean. Ashley. Mary Kate. Yeah. There you go. All right. Wait, I think we skipped one. Did we? Why and it takes two. Does Mary Kate sometimes play Alyssa and Ashley oh. Amanda? I think she's asking. Why and it takes two. Does Mary Kate sometimes play Alyssa and Ashley play Amanda? I think she's asking why do we sometimes have Ashley like. Because obviously they play each other, they switch places right, in the right. plot. No, I think I think it's about like those, what you pointed the thing out. I pointed out. Yeah. Like sometimes, like when going up the banister, yeah. and actually seeing or it's supposed to be Amanda right. seeing Alyssa's photo, right. or a picture, and being like, "Ooh, that's yeah. me." Yeah, or like then, when they've switched and they're in the um, oh hail Betty, right? That's also yeah, one exactly, and that's Mary Kate. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember why we thought that that was the case. I think we can't know unless we talk to a production person. Right. It, I'm, but best guess is that it was just the a schedule thing. Schedule thing, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they. I don't think anyone genuinely mixed them up. No, I mean, <laughs> the twins would certainly be like, "Hey, I'm uh, Ashley." I'm Ashley. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all we can say. That's all we can say. Um, uh, do you remember the Sweeten Olson message boards? And did you used to go on there? No, Caroline. I have no idea what that is. Nope. Derek did tell us about um, the Trenchcoat Twins message board. And I think the Sweeten one was part of that. I, I would love to learn more about this. Is the Sweeten one like Jody Sweeten? Like so. um, Stephanie Tanner? Yeah. I think it was people who were like full houses. And then... Were there big Jody Sweeten fans? I think so. Wow. Oh, yeah. I think they're still around. Really? Yeah. But they shouldn't put stuff out the way Mary Kate and Ashley did. No, no one did. No one. No, did this it like is why I, I wonder if the sweet message board turned into an to Mary Kate and Ashley. Ugh, board. that would break my heart because I feel like on Full House, Jodie Sweetin was cast as like the cute kid. Yeah, and then Mary Kate and Ashley totally took over, and then she literally was like the middle child, yeah. like in the real dynamics. Yikes! Yikes! Uh, yikes! So um, no, and we would love to learn more about those message boards and what that culture was like. 
Okay, Erica Z asked, did you ever play Mary Kate and Ashley Sweet 16 on GameCube? It's kind of like Mario Party, and I used to play it all the time as a kid with my siblings. I would always be Mary Kate. Yep. <laughs> Still, when I go to my parents' house, we play it sometimes. That's so cool. Oh, I've... and this relates to another question with, from Jolene M. Are you going to talk about the video games? <laughs> I have Mary Kate and Ashley Magical Mystery Mall after trying to find it forever. It was my fave as a kid. Um, we do plan to talk about the video games. We do, so. baby. <laughs> Season four, get ready. Yeah. I've never played one. I don't know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. I, how about you? I did. Yeah? I didn't play Sweet 16. I played Magical Mystery Mall, and I played the um, horseback riding one, Winter Circle. Mm. Um, and Oh, I do remember that. You played it? No, I just remember it. Oh, yeah. And I also went home and I found that I had the pocket planner for Game Boy. Mm. Um, didn't know I had that. Don't remember playing it. Mm. But um, I also don't think it's a game. I tried playing it and it's just like... Just a planner? A planner you can't use. I'm That's very so confused so boring. Yeah, I'm very confused by it. But yeah, so we do plan on doing some kind of episode about the games. Maybe multiple. And I... Yeah. I, we, people ask us this very often and I think the video games had a much bigger impact I think there were some people that were big big fans and I just it totally passed me over I didn't yeah and I I dabbled so I would like to talk about it um but yeah that's that's I'm excited I'm really excited to get into it because I um yeah I, yeah. I saw a little clip of it online. Yeah. And I immediately stopped and I was like, I'm going to have to show this to Becca. This is going to be. I haven't be. watched it yet. And, well, we, we have, we, we can't have to watch it, we have to for, watch the it for the podcast. Okay. So we're going to do that. So you just, you wait, Erica and Jolene. Okay. Taylor E says, how many, how much of an impact do you think Mary Kate Nash's hectic scheduled schedules played on their mental health growing up? Mary Kate released a statement saying she felt like a monkey performer. What do you guys think about the requirements and demand for young child actors? Is it safe slash healthy? I think for young child actors who are working constantly uh, from babyhood, even with the, like the law that makes it like you can't work for too many hours you have to have a tutor Mm -hmm. i still think that it's probably exhausting Mm -hmm. not to mention the like being in the public eye having to deal with your public like perception it's like that takes an emotional toll i think kids should be i don't think you have to be 18 to to act yeah but um and i think it's good that there are really strict laws about child acting because it is a job it is labor yeah and i do it does seem like mary kate and ashley really were on the like tutoring and like you can't be on set for too long like it seems like they really followed that yeah um but i think that it's still exhausting especially if like you're not super i don't know how much they wanted to do it all the time well they didn't have agency they right again they were cast before they could like understand the word no yeah so that's not okay doing this podcast is really making me think i don't think child should be children should be allowed to be actors ever in anything um minimal yeah like i don't think having series regulars that are children yeah is ethical i don't think having series regulars that are like under like eight yeah you know because like if you're a little kid like you really don't have that agency to to say yeah and there's just so much i'm reading jeanette mccurdy's book right now yeah um, i'm glad my mom died which yeah is really good i've heard very, it's really good very relevant to this podcast yeah and um i it, it's really opening up my eyes a lot to just knowing what she went through yeah knowing everything that we're talking about on this podcast mm-hmm. 
especially when it comes to body image and the pressures that you feel trying to not only please your mom and your family, but also like random adults, like your relationship, like as someone who's also auditioned Mm -hmm. and the emotional toll that that takes on you Mm -hmm. mixed with the developmental learning that you're doing as a child, I think has a lot of detrimental effects when you tie like disappointing people in like not wanting to disappoint people while being at an audition while putting your emotion on the line Mm -hmm. and having that the success or failure of that like I don't know there's it it, there's something very damaging about it that I think I was even damaged by doing as like someone in my early 20s yeah so I can't imagine what it would be like to do that in as an eight as year old a little kid yeah i just think that has i don't think we can understand how yeah how bad it is but the thing is too like some kids really really want to do it and i know and like that that's the thing really is tough. like some kid like i don't think that mary kate and ashley were ever like oh i really want to do this yeah but i think there are some kids who are like mom please like we have to do this. like i want to do it like yeah. i want to be on broadway like i want to like go do the thing yeah. like whatever or like even Taylor Swift uh-huh. like she this isn't acting but like she like made her parents move to Nashville and she was trying to become a singer when she was 11 yeah and she like that's how she had an album when she was like 16 50 like however and that's so true and, and I, wouldn't, I would never want like to, some kids really want to do it yeah I don't think you should be a dream squasher parent yeah so um I think it's it's really really tough so yeah you should be able to but I think that the industry has so many of ways to exploit kids yes. in that who have that kind of fire and desire right. that we there's just so many checks especially now with like youtube and tiktok and all of like the exploitation Even of kids also there. like instagram i was thinking like instagram with influencer like with parents yeah who that's like, a whole another discussion that i think is like fucking disgusting is parents who's like whole brand and following is just like their kids as products basically yeah. i think that should not be a thing yeah exactly yeah yeah I, I I don't know I, I think kids should be allowed to act yeah. but I don't know I think they they need to have some kind of like protection in place because I think a lot of the time especially in the past like they were just free on set everyone was free to run wild there was all this shit around them that they shouldn't yeah. be exposed to and like yeah. I mean that's part of why like Billie Eilish like when I watched the documentary about her like two years ago like yeah. her parents are there they're like she is a kid like well now she's like an adult I guess but like the having that protection but there's so many parents that are like exploiting their kids and they want it that's what Jeanette right like her mom pushed her she didn't even want to do it and yeah that's terrible allowed to do that and yeah I don't know there's just so much out of your control right I just think that they're everyone involved in casting a child needs to understand the protection that or the responsibility yeah that there is yes it is a huge responsibility even if they're like i think a lot of the time too if there's talent or popularity or like perceived power that a kid might have it's like you don't think you have to treat them the same way but it's like they're still little kids yeah like it yeah they're yeah, kids. I think it's complicated and people just need to be respectful and appreciate uh, how complicated it yeah. is. Yeah. And recognize they're not like a different type of person. They're still kids developing and this is still a job where we play pretend and it's like the most important thing is their well-being. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. 
All right, last question. Oh my god. Okay, this is from Cassie from Ohio. If you could go back in time and be friends with Mary Kane Ashley, what era would you choose? I love this question. Two of a kind, you're invited, so little time. Okay. Oh, I mean those are just examples. Those are examples. Yeah. Oh my god. I think um I think it takes two. Really? Because I that was the peak time of like me dying to be their best friend like I just wanted to be their friend so badly at that time in my life yeah and I maybe they could have invited me to set like that could have been cool also like is this friendship ending because it's like if we start early then we're lifelong friends (laughs) good point (laughs) so very true I think I would say here I my first impulse is to say two of a kind yeah because that that was the time I wanted to be their friend yeah the most yeah and when I was the most obsessed and they were just so cool then they're so cool they had the best clothes like I was just obsessed. they're incredibly day. cool um but if I really like dig down deep I think now oh <gasps> whoa I know <laughs> my mind just was blown because I didn't think that was an option <laughs> I know but like whoa but I know but like think about like now like I think they're the happiest they've ever been they're aware they're evolved they're aware they're awake they have hopefully like more time yeah to hang out with you their time is their own at right and I'm there's they're still like workaholics with their fashion line and everything yeah but um I think they would just have the best stories. Yeah. Dax Shepard has a podcast. <laughs> I guess About American Ashley. Pretty important. But he talks, he dated Ashley also. Oh, which my God. has come out recently. Um, but then he also had John Stamos on his podcast mm-hmm. recently and they were talking about them. Mm-hmm. And Dax was talking about how sarcastic they are. Oh, and whoa. how like dry and like funny. Yeah, Mary Kate and Ashley both are. Wow, most Ashley probably. But like that really like blew my mind a little bit. Yeah, me too. Now because I don't know what their humor would be like, and I'm well, I don't know what dying. they're like as people at all because everything we've seen them and they've just been these like happy little teens, yeah. tweens. Even in their quote unquote behind the scenes of so little time, they were doing little skits. Right. Yeah, and that was a long time ago too. Mm-hmm. Right. That would be fascinating to know them now. I know, right? Because this is like, we know they're the most, they probably know themselves the best now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we know them the least now. Right. This also, if so you're weird. friends with them now and I was friends with them during, it takes two. Uh-huh. You'd be a lifelong friend. Well, and also like if we fell out of touch, whatever, you could throw a little party and I'd get to reconnect with them. Yeah. And then we'd all be friends again. And then you and I would be friends. We'd be fr- Well, we'd already be friends. Because of the podcast. Right. So we'd be friends because of the podcast. You'd throw a party, invite them and me. Yeah, right. And so I would be, I'd rekindle my friendship with them. Right. I won't know if I and could do this podcast. And then the four of us would hang out. No. Okay. You wouldn't do, here's what would have happened. Uh-huh. We wouldn't have done the podcast. Here's yeah. what would have happened. Yeah. We would have met the same way. Not because we were fans, but because we were friends with them. Uh-huh. And so Celia would have been like, yeah, you're both Mary Kate and Ashley's friends. <laughs> <laughs> you should meet and talk about it. And so I was, I'd be like, oh my God, yeah, it takes two. I was best friends with them during it, it takes two. And you'd be like, oh, I'm best friends with them now. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. Um, and then we'd become friends about our friendships with Mary Kate yeah. and Ashley. Oh, and then you'd have a podcast. Uh, we wouldn't make a podcast because oh, yes. they're our friends. <laughs> right. So our our 
connection would be about how we're both friends with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you'd have a party and they'd be like, Becca, oh my God, I meant to text you. And then we'd all <laughs> hang out, the four of us, all the time. At Deborah Dean Davis's house. At Deborah house. Dean Davis's house. <laughs> let's do that. That sounds great. That sounds really good. Guys, let's make it happen. We really want to make it happen. And that does remind me. So that was the last question, but I thought this would come up and it didn't. Um, the other movie of theirs I would want to have seen made is Now. Yeah. The, a movie, of, like, it's, just pretend for a second that the two of them will or, want to make a movie yeah, right now. Yeah. I, back this summer, they were both, when you were there in Italy with them, mm-hmm. there were those pictures that came out yeah. with them, like, gallivanting around with their friends mm-hmm. on going to a wedding. And they were, like, sitting on these beautiful, like, stairs in Italy mm-hmm. at, with their, like, beautiful, rich 30 something friends. I want that movie. That would be incredible. I want that movie. Like, yes. Mary Kate and Ashley international sophisticated fashion designers yes the movie out with their friends like who are also rich and having like chic ass conversations yes and like some maybe there's like a, a slight mystery that they have to like just kind of figure out or like they're maybe on the moon a little bit like they're kind <laughs> of in space like for like half of it it's only a little genre yeah it's only a little bit mostly it's just them hanging out yeah <laughs> but it is just them kind of, maybe one of them gets lost a little bit yeah you know and then they but they're mostly just being sophisticated and they're just like smoking cigarettes in cafes yes. and just talking about designers i'd watch that for six hours i would watch that all the time like i would watch that just on just if they put a tape recorder next to them yeah or a video camcorder i would watch that that's really cool that sounds great yeah this was so much fun this i think so we'll probably fun. do more of these down the line because i really like doing this yeah and i like including you guys because this is all of us this is yeah. all of ours we are not i think there were some questions that were like um as if we are mary kate nash like there are some <laughs> things we don't know um the right. same way you guys don't know but i'm very flattered that you asked us that um <laughs> but uh yeah were you you're us they thought i was you you thought you were us and um <laughs> Um, we all thought we were making Ashley. Yeah, um, yeah. I loved this. This was really fun, and I loved. Um, I just love how much like you guys reached out to us and gave us questions about yeah. things that you were thinking, and helps give me something to think about too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Year. What a fun, fun year! Yeah. I know this has been an amazing year. I think this has like gone so much better than we could have imagined. We loved talking to so many of you and like growing our community and. Mm-hmm talking to so many amazing people oh my god last year this time we had only talked to ben easter and deborah and and, and deborah and john forrester and john forrester not only I'm okay sorry. we were pretty fucking only as in that's only three people yeah now we've talked to hundreds and hundreds oh, we talked to hundreds thousands millions and it's just yeah i i did never thought we would no. be able to talk to the people that we've talked yeah to. and it's, that's all because of you yeah no seriously no it is yeah we couldn't we, if we had like three followers on instagram people would be like no and yeah i would be like that guy i don't think we should do this podcast no <laughs> yeah i, I think i don't think work, it's worth it yeah. <laughs> um but yeah you guys wanting this and wanting to encouraging us is yeah like keeping this all going and making yeah. our childhood dreams come true yeah so thank you guys so much thank you we love you happy holidays happy, holidays. happy new year we'll see you in the new year with a very exciting interview yeah and we love you you can follow us at they thought i was you on instagram and tiktok you can follow lanny at lanny harms you can follow becca at becca roth that's roth of the th and you can email us at they thought i was you at gmail.com 
Happy New Year. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy birthday, Jesus. And (laughs) And Happy Hanukkah and Happy Kwanzaa and Happy um, Everything, everyone. We love you guys so much. Yes. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. This that owes you. If it's up to me, you'll